Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where each week you will hear topics related to women of faith and entrepreneurship who are cultivating lives of impact that will one day lead to a legacy. My name is Shelley Tyson, and I will be your host each week as we chat with other women who are navigating business, faith, parenthood, and a lot of other topics that relate to building lives that glorify God and serve others abundantly. I hope you enjoy today's episode and are encouraged as you intentionally choose to live a life of impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today. Today, I am excited to introduce to you someone that I met last year. It's crazy to think already a year um, at a sales and leadership um, training, and we Um, kind of connected over motherhood. And then I learned so much about e-commerce from this queen of e-commerce. So I'm excited to introduce you to Tuheen. I call her Tu for short. So if you hear me say that, then that's just what we call her for short. But she has been an entrepreneur for six years and is a six-figure earner with a product that she launched at the beginning of her career. So I'm going to let her share a little bit about that. And we are going to dive into what do you do if you have a product and you want to put it on the market and you don't know where to start? Maybe you have an idea and you don't even know where where you should start as far as launching it or should you launch it? How do you find out if it's something that could be useful um, to your community? So we're going to dive into those topics today, but I want to, to introduce herself, tell a little bit about her story, and then we'll dive into the more juicy stuff. So take it away too. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. My name is Tuhian. I am the founder and CEO of Bojen, where I created a unique patent-pending breast pump cushion to, cushion to help breastfeeding women. And um, I started in 2016 as an idea in my uh, dining room with my husband. And since then, going through that entrepreneur grind, actually have been able to scale it to a seven figure business recently. So that was totally exciting. Yeah. Um, And I would love to share my journey and knowledge with all of you today. That's amazing. I know as a mom and thinking back on like the first like moments of breastfeeding, how like almost traumatic that was. Yeah. (laughs) It's overwhelming. Yes. 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 It's supposed to be such a natural thing and it so wasn't. And so I can only imagine how many women's journeys you've turned around through this product. So tell me a little bit about what made you think that this product would be something that would be useful. And then how did you get from kind of that dining room conversation with your husband to putting it on the market? Yeah. So we probably went for like about um, between six months to a year of just customer development and product development. So um, when I gave birth, I was in New York City. We were living that like cool, hip New York City life in Manhattan. And with a baby, that just totally changes your perspective. So we're both from Florida and we t- decided like, you know, the New York City life of the newborn is not really for us. I re- like, let's move back to Florida. And um, during this whole time, I actually ended up exclusively pumping for me, it was really painful, like lots of tears, lots of complaining, lots of struggle. And I all, I saw a lot of advice from the um, Facebook mom community. And there is a huge community of women trying to support one another through the breastfeeding journey, because it's such a challenging journey. And lots of like chatter about how yes, it's painful, but there was no real solution. 
So then um, my husband and I are thinking like, well, sounds like a lot of people have this problem. One, if like we can solve it. So then we just kind of, we went all in, quit our jobs a hundred percent. in. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend people <laughs> to quit their jobs and have a newborn, but that's what we ended up doing. And we just started like reading books, like under, like, how do you even do product development? I, I talked a lot to women, um, women who've had like, you know, maybe you're like out of breastfeeding, currently in breastfeeding, talking to them to really understand what the problem was. And finally had found like a problem solution fit of like, okay, we think this solution solves this problem, but then we had to find like a product market fit. Like, do they actually want us to create this solution for them and, um, going into the market, you know, to produce a physical product, it's actually very expensive. It's very capital intensive. You have to have thousands and thousands of dollars. I think our initial startup cost to build out manufacturing was close to 30,000. So we actually did a crowdfunding campaign. And, um, for those of you who don't know, we did Kickstarter. So that's us saying, Hey, we have a solution for breast pumping, uh, for, for women who have discomfort doing breast pumping. And if you want this solution, you can like pre-order. And if we had enough pre-orders, I think our goal was to raise $20,000 and we ended up raising like close to 25. So we're like, okay, if we hit 20,000, we'll actually build it. That means the market wants it. If we don't hit 20,000, then maybe like, it's not a big enough problem for, for us to solve. So right. we, we raised 25,000. We're like, okay, we're going to do this. And we went, built out our production line and entered the market with what eventually now is our, um, our flagship product, which is the breast pump cushion. Amazing. So what I'm hearing you say is that you really started by talking to people first. That was it kind started of very yeah. organically yeah. talking to women. Yes. Yeah. Is this even a problem? And then trying to figure out is the solution that we have the solution that they're looking for? Because a lot of people have problems, right? But they are not necessarily looking for the same solution. Right. Such an interesting process. And, and guys, like, I hope that you're hearing her say it took six months to a year of basically doing info gathering before they even said we might have a solution. And then at right. that point saying, is this a solution, the solution to the problem that you have? And then that third step of saying, it, are you willing to like put your, mo- your money where your mouth is basically? Yes. Yes. So, so such a process. So from the very beginning until the point of getting your money through Kickstarter, like how long was that? Um, that was probably close to a year. Yeah. Yeah. A year. And just to give um, everybody background, I am not an engineer. I am not like a born entrepreneur. My background is in finance. Um, and so I was very like to the book. So yeah. going into this journey was completely foreign to me. I had to learn everything. I, um, I read a lot. I talked to a lot of people, um, just not only talking to our customers, but talking to business people. Like, how do you even start a business? What should I do? What are the steps? What should I read? You know, um, and just learning and talking to people and asking them, being super humble. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't know everything. So I need guidance, too. So there was just a lot of 
learning. And guess what? The learning doesn't stop. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It just continues. It it continues. That muscle that you are creating along the way. I love that. So what are some things looking back that you could say, those are things that I would totally do again. And then maybe a few things that you look back and say, eh, you know, if I had it to go over again, I wouldn't recommend doing it that way. Mm -hmm. I, I would say what, um, I would definitely do again is always start with the customer because I could think I have the best solution to this amazing problem, but maybe nobody else values the problem and solution as much as I do. So it's not really about me. It's not about me at all. It's about the customers I'm trying to serve. So it's like really having that perspective that you're trying to add value to a customer base or client base. Um, and you have to find out what they really need and what they want. And it's kind of like, they'll say what they want, but you have to figure out what's the thing underneath the thing that they're really saying. So, um, I probably hit that in the beginning, like more on a little bit of a surface level. If I went back to what I know now back then, I would have gone a little deeper and it probably might've like helped me in my initial launch and all that. Um, but you know, you live and you learn right? yeah, that's the entrepreneurial journey, right? Like yeah. falling down, getting up learning. Exactly. Yeah. What are some things that went well that you have continued to practice as you launched new things? Mm-hmm. So I'm about six years into my journey building a Bojan and these breast pump cushions. And we're actually still in product development. The thing is that I really value is my customers feedback. I'm a, um, we are a very customer centric, customer focused, uh, business. We really listen to what they're saying, their problems and their feedback and taking it in and going back and constantly, um, iterating to make improvements. And the improvements could be like, I need to word something better on my product description on the website, or maybe I need to create educational material, or maybe I need to actually fix the product, but it's, it's hearing all of that and taking it in and keeping and like improving. Um, so I think that never, that never changes. So definitely um, would recommend for all entrepreneurs, always have your ear to the ground and really always keep that open dialogue with your, with your customers. So good. And that got, kind of goes back to the humility aspect of mm-hmm. why are you doing it to start with? If you're really truly doing it to serve and solve a problem, totally. Then- that that is the bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. You can't solve yeah. you don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Um, so it's totally not about you. It's yeah. not about it's not about like fame and glory at all. Cause there probably it's better ways to be famous yeah. and, <laughs> and glorious. But um yes. it's really about serving your customer base and adding value to them. Yeah. Yeah. And and ultimately though, long term there's so much more value to you for doing that because the satisfaction of knowing, especially for you, like you're not just changing moms, you're changing generations because we know the impact of what, you know, just making that choice of breastfeeding can do. And then if they can do that in a comfortable way that Mm -hmm. allows them to continue to be present, like Mm -hmm. all of these things, the benefits are so multi-layered. Yes. And keeping that focus is just beautiful. Um, Can you, I know um, you do coach other people who are thinking about launching products and that sort of thing. Can you talk a little bit about what that process looks like? Is it individual coaching? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, how does that work? 
Yeah. So um, right now I'm working with entrepreneurs one-on-one and a lot of the people I have been working with are more early in their entrepreneur journey. So I totally am so proud of them for making the move to understanding even so early in their journey that they need a coach because everybody needs a coach. Like Michael Jordan had a coach throughout his entire career. So why wouldn't an entrepreneur? And I think that's really mature of them to realize that they need some guidance and with guidance, they can skip so many mistakes. Like I've discovered some like pitfalls that I've gone through in my journey. So, um, and you know, I've worked so with one client who, who, you know, who owns a candle company, uh, he had a launch in, I think he was doing like a a mother day, mother's day promotion. And I, I worked with him and just like within that first month of working with him, he was able to more than triple his monthly income. Mm -hmm. And then since then, almost a year later, he's increased his monthly um, revenue by six times. And it's just a framework. It's just understanding how to sequence what you're doing when you need to do it. And, um, and cause there's so many options and there's so many things to do. You just need somebody to like distill all of it and say, focus on these three things first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Give that checklist and, and really yes. a system. And that's part of the beauty. I think of being an entrepreneur is that you can create your own systems, but exactly like you said, if you want to accelerate the process, talk to people that already have experience that have tried systems and seen what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about a coach is it really yeah. does accelerate the process for you so that you're not in the grind having to make the same mistakes over and right. over. Right. Yeah. So in the beginning, like, I don't think I even knew about this, these systems. I just kind of was like, I think I need to do these things. And, yeah. you know, if I had even known that, getting a business coach was a thing. Like I probably could have, I mean, for sure I would have been able to accelerate faster, but it's part of my journey, you know, like you just got to go through your own journey and realize it. So um, I was only maybe within the past, like two years, I, I decided to start hiring a business coach for myself. And like, it's been so valuable having somebody who's years ahead of you. That's been where you are. can tell you like, actually you need to focus on this part of your business and the learning never stops. You just hit another level and then there's more challenges. So you just have to keep leveling up your skills. Yeah. And I, that's such great advice because I think, especially when you're in the beginning stages, the grind is so hard that you can feel like if I could just get to this income level, or if I could mm-hmm. just get my customer base to this, then I would be able to like, you know, retire to Tahiti or whatever, like, yeah. this, like mentality of arrival, right? These points right. of arrival. And certainly there are moments that, you know, you can kind of take it in, but you're right. It's, it's always like leveling up. And that's such great advice because, um, like, I just think that seeing that learning as a muscle, that's just like working out at the gym, you just have to constantly do it. Otherwise you end up with atrophy. And, um, if you're willing to do that and then talk to people along the way who are ahead of you, like you said, and, you Mm -hmm. know, the life rope that they're holding for you. Mm-hmm. That is just, that's what really helps, um, yeah. like hold you above the grind a little bit, you know, yeah. cause like it can be so overwhelming. It can, you know, you yeah. drowning and all the options and they can be the per- the person that like is helping you pull up and say, okay, laser vision on this point. Like you yeah. said, even knowing that 
the struggle and the challenges you're going through is normal. Like we were just talking before we started recording how, you know, things are overwhelming. It's like a roller coaster. And I said, Shelly, like it's supposed to be a roller coaster. You're on the exact path you're supposed to be on. There are times where you feel like, I don't know if anybody's listening to me. I don't know if anybody cares, but that's part of it. And it's just um, about the consistency. And I've been, t- I've told people this before, like the only thing that sets me apart, my success apart is that I never quit. Mm. That's it. I just kept going. I was just consistently going for those, you know, like probably the first four years. I don't know if I don't know if anybody really cared or listened to me, but I just kept going. And then eventually, you know, you start to create momentum and that flywheel effect, you know, and time catches up. It's just like you gotta wait for the time to catch up. And guys, like I hope you're hearing this. Like two is saying four years, six months to a year of you know, just like the grind of thinking through the ideas, and then four years of trying to get it off the ground and asking herself, like, is anyone listening? And now on this side, I'm sure that you look back and are so thankful that in those moments that you didn't quit. And I you know, in the entrepreneurial journey, I think often we think that there's some sort of gold ring, right? That like, if you could just find the gold ring and just grab onto it or the perfect system or the perfect formula, the perfect formula is exactly what you said. Not yes, not quitting. That's it. That's it. That's it. Does that grind is you're supposed to go through that grind because you're supposed to develop certain skill sets. Like I'm, 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 you know, thankful that I went through that struggle because it's allowed me to give me perspective on how it's supposed to be. And then also be able to help people who are earlier in their entrepreneur journey and say, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And it's going to be like this for a while, but if you just hang in there, I promise you it'll start to pop off soon. Like you just have to hang in there, you know? (laughs) I love that. And sometimes you just need that one voice. Yeah. Saying I've been there. I know what it's like. Don't quit. It's the coach, right? It's the coach mentality of having that voice that you can call on that you can say, Hey, remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing and remind me that it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's all going to be worth it. And yes, I love that. So for our members, how can they connect with you outside of this interview? If they're interested in talking more about e-commerce, talking about how to get a product off the ground, um, your coaching, all of that, how can we get connected with you? Yes. I would love for everybody to connect with me on Instagram. My handle is tuhien.lee. It's tricky. It's spelled T-U-H-I-E-N dot Lee. Um, I would love to connect with you. Keep me posted on how you are, um, doing on your e-commerce business launch. If you have questions, I would love to connect and work with you. Awesome. And then you also have um, a freebie that's there on your Instagram too. And I know Mm -hmm. it's your, your LinkedIn. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah. So I have an ebook that's free and it's basically framing out all the steps that you need to launch your first product, or maybe you're doing a promotional launch. Um, It could be, it doesn't have to be like a new product or anything. It could just be like a sale and you use this framework that I've basically have developed over the past six years, understanding what has not worked, what has worked and put it all in one ebook free. That's for you. And I encourage everybody to download it. Um, It'll be, it'll make your launches just easier and more successful. Love it. 
and who doesn't want easier and more successful? Exactly. Sign <laughs> me up for that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much too, for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and advice and encouragement with our community. And I cannot wait for our members to connect with you, to be able to work with you and to be able to serve their communities better with the ideas and the products that they have. So thank you so much for yes, sharing. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer is that this episode today has encouraged you that wherever you are, wherever God has you walking, whatever season you're in, you can make an impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. If you would like to learn more about Cultivate and how you can continue making an impact in your home and in your business, you can check us out at cultivatelegacy.org or follow us on Instagram at cultivate underscore legacy.